As you saw in episode number 216, the generators in Rails 3 are much more modular, allowing you to customize them in ways that you were never able to in Rails 2. However, there are still times that you need to create your own custom generators when the built-in ones don't really fit your needs. Now, way back in episode number 58, I showed you how to make your own custom generators, but the technique has changed quite a bit in Rails 3, so uh, here I'm going to revise that episode and basically show you how to make the generator I showed here in Rails 3. Now, when creating a new generator, it's easiest to build it from inside of a new Rails 3 application. So I'm going to just create a new Rails app here, but one interesting thing is that Rails 3 Beta 4 was just released, as you can see, I have it installed here. And if you're creating a new Rails app in Rails 3 Beta 4, you actually have to use the new Rails new command, and then just type in the name of the application. Just doing Rails, the name of the application, won't work in the latest release of Rails 3. Now once you're inside of a Rails 3 application, you can use a generator that ships with Rails 3 for making generators. It's kind of meta, huh? So we can just do Rails G generator, and that will make a generator. So let's just get some help information on this first. So as you can see, this generator is pretty simple. It just takes a name argument for the name of the generator you want to create. Um, so let's make a generator called layout, because I want to make this uh, generate an application layout file for our, for our app. And as you can see, this created some files under the lib directory of our application. So that means this generator will only be available for the specific Rails app. If you want it available elsewhere, you'll have to place it in a different location, but I'll get to that later in this episode. So here's what that generator file looks like that was made. As you can see, it's just a simple class layout generator. And the one line in here is just telling it to look under the templates directory for the additional files. Now we also have the usage file here, which I'll leave it up to you for defining the documentation for your given generator. Now notice that this generator inherits from named base. That means that a name will be a required argument for this generator. And you can see this by running the help option for our layout generator. You can see right here, generate layout name. But this name argument, I really want it to be optional and default it to application. So I'm ac actually going to change this so it doesn't inherit from named base. So instead of named base here, I'm just going to change this to base. And that way it won't automatically have that name argument and we can customize arguments to fit our needs. Speaking of arguments, you can define arguments for your generator using the argument method here. And we'll have an argument called layout name, and then we can define the type as a string. Now the nice thing about defining arguments this way, instead of using the named base, is that you can supply more options, such as the default value. So let's default this to application, so that if one doesn't supply a layout name, application will be the name. And you can see if we get the help documentation on the layout again, we have the layout name option, and it's in square brackets, which means that this option or argument is optional. By the way, the generators in Rails 3 are built upon the Thor library, which is kind of like Rake. So a lot of the methods that you call on the generator class are methods which are defined in Thor itself. So if you're kind of wondering about uh, what these methods do, then you can check out Thor. Okay, so back to our generator. What we want to do is generate a couple files, the application layout file and a style sheet file. So what I want to do is put some files into the templates directory and copy those over to our application when we run the generator. Now how do we actually define the behavior of the generator? Well, it's actually kind of interesting. The generator, to define behavior, what you have to do is just define a method. And actually all public methods inside of a generator class are going to be executed when you run the generator. So we can just call this uh, generate layout, 
and then this method will be executed automatically when we run the generator. So this is kind of a weird concept at first that every public method gets executed when you run the generator, but uh, it kind of makes it nice for organizing code. So the first thing I want to do inside of here is copy a stylesheets file from our templates directory. So I can use the copy file method and then just supply the name of the file in our templates directory. Let's call it stylesheet.css. And the second argument here is the path that is going to be copied to in the resulting application. So let's say we want it inside of our public um, stylesheets slash, and then the name of the stylesheet file. And I'm going to make that dependent on the layout name argument, which is supplied um, to our generator. So that argument method just makes a method called layout name available to our generator, and we'll just say .css. Now layout name might be a um, camel cased argument, so we can call underscore on this just to make sure it's a format that's applicable for file names. And then we just need to create that stylesheet file. Let's call it stylesheet.css inside that templates directory. And I'll just paste in some code here for the default stylesheet. Okay, so now when we run our generator for our layout, we should get an application.css file if we don't supply any arguments. And there it is. Now going back to our generator file, we'll be using that underscored version of our layout name argument quite often, so it's best to extract that into a method. So let's call that method file name. But if we just create a file name method here, that's going to be a public method and it's going to get executed when the generator runs. So instead you want to make sure to make all other methods private so that they aren't executed automatically. Okay, so the next thing we want to do inside of our generator is to create the actual layout file itself. Now I could use copy file here, but that's just going to do a straight copy of the template without modifying the template file at all. Instead we want to actually execute some ERB code inside of our template so that it modifies the resulting file when our generator runs. And to do that you just use the template method instead of copy file so that you can supply the name of an ERB file. So in this case we'll call it actually, let's call it layout.html.erb and then the resulting path will be app views layouts and then the file name .html.erb and we'll just generate that template file like we did before, um, layout.html.erb. Now to save us some time, I'll just paste in some code of what we might want our layout file to look like when it's generated. Now because we are using the template method, it's actually going to execute all the ERB tags inside of here and as the code in, in the generator. So to modify this, if you want to output ERB tags inside of the template call, what you do is just put a double percent sign and that'll actually escape it so that um, the ERB will just be a normal ERB tag when it's generated. And this way you can put in dynamic content to modify the behavior of this generated template. So for example, here we are generating the style sheet for the application and we're linking to it directly here, but we want to use the file name method instead. And you can access me uh, method calls um, on, on your layout generator. So we can say file name here, and even private methods are available inside of templates here. Now let's try running our generator again to see how this works, but this time let's uh, supply an argument, let's just call it admin. Now you can see this created two files, admin CSS and admin layout file, so so far it looks like it's working. We can even take a look at that layout file and see that the admin argument was properly inserted into here while the other ERB tags um, were properly escaped. So going back to our generator, I want to add one more small feature 
to this, and that is the ability to turn off the stylesheet file from being generated. So we can do that by adding an option to our generator. And in Thor, that's the class option method call you can do at the top here. Let's call it stylesheet, and then have the type be a Boolean type. And then we can supply a default value. Let's have a default to true so that our stylesheet will automatically be included. And we can also supply a description option here, say include stylesheet file. And then we can modify our copy file line here to say that we only want to do it if our stylesheet option is true. And we can do that by calling the options object and saying the argument or option on this, just call it as an attribute on that object. And we can see if the stylesheet option is true or not this way. And then going back to our application layout file, we want to remove this stylesheet link tag line if the stylesheet option is not true. So we can say um, if options.stylesheet, and that way it only shows up if the uh, stylesheet option is true. And now you can see if we run the help documentation for our generator again, we now have a stylesheet option with our little description here, and you can see it defaults to true. So we can disable this, um, let's just call it foo, and by calling skip stylesheet or no stylesheet, either one will work. It'll just turn that boolean option to false, and then it won't actually create the stylesheet file. Well, that's it for this episode on making generators in Rails 3. I encourage everyone to give it a try. Just find a place where you're repeating code, you're just recreating the same code every time, and just turn it into a generator. And then in order, in order to share that generator with others, all you have to do is create a Rails plugin or gem and just place it into the lib generators directory. Just make that directory in the plugin or gem and then place your generator in there. And when they include it in their application, it will be available for them to use.